I speak to you in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. Today is the third Sunday of Advent, as Father Donovan said, also known as Gaudete Sunday. Our liturgical color for today is rose or coral and is represented by the salmon Advent candle. Or as Father Donovan would say, today, think pink. The day takes its name from the Latin word Gaudete, for rejoice. Today we were reminded by St. Paul Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Last week, we heard about a hair-wearing, honey and locust-eating wild man. In today's gospel, John the Apostle will tell us more about that man, who is also named John. One John, who will be called a witness, and we generally refer to him as John the Baptist. Now, I don't know about you, but all these Johns get a little confusing. So let's just see who this John is we're talking about today and what he is not. In the Gospel of John, this John is never called the Baptist or a baptizer. Rather, he is called John the Witness. Of course, he does baptize as he says, I came to baptize with water. But a careful reading of John's Gospel reveals that his primary role is one who testifies to the light coming into the world a very humid witness to a cosmic event. Yes, John the Baptist may actually be called John the Witness. God is about to show us a new light in the world, but a herald is necessary, one who will rally the people and point to its presence. So we often need a witness, we humans, or otherwise we might miss it. Think of the shepherds in the field and the heralding angels pointing to a baby Christ. I guess that's why so many early missionaries claimed to be witnesses for Jesus. You know, that's a term that we really hardly hear anymore today. But John the Baptist could claim it as John the witness, a witness for Christ. Listen to his words. There was a man sent from God whom named was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. And this is truly an Advent message. The true light is coming into the world. Make straight the way of the Lord. First, however, John is going to tell the leaders and the priest who he is not. As we read in today's gospel, this is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I'm not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you a prophet? He answered, no. John's statement of I am not is completely different from what we will boldly hear our Lord Jesus Christ say, I am. But John does know who he is because he will say I am to the priest about himself when he says, What do you say about yourself? And he said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. John is a voice, a herald, a witness to the light. In Latin, the word witness is martier. This word is used more than 45 times in John's gospel. 
In Jesus' day, this had a legal context. It was binding. It meant what you said was absolutely true. In fact, in those days, a false witness committed a capital offense. This, of course, explains the origin of our English word martyr, which means somebody who was killed for their words. You might even say that John the Baptist was the first of many to testify, to be a witness to the coming of Christ. And we know that John was martyred for his words, even though they were true. Can we make a similar claim about ourselves with the same conviction that John had? Are we those witnesses? It is Christmas, and we know it, not just by the date, but by its familiar smells, the decorations, by our actions and our family customs, by the kindness we show each other this time of year that sometimes seems so hard at other times. Do our actions and words as easily identify us as the children of God, as do John's? Is the light of the world that John the Apostle speaks of today reflected in our actions and deeds? Because this is the light that shone in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. But it's not a physical light that we see or feel. Rather, it's a spiritual light that we feel in our hearts. What is the spiritual light? We hear from John the Apostle in his first letter, This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleansed us of our sin. And what does it look like to walk in the light? Well, we can tell when people are troubled or worried or angry or happy. We see it on them. We see their countenance. Can we tell when somebody reflects the light of Christ? Are they loving? Are they understanding? A help to others? Do they love others as they love themselves? Now, this doesn't mean that sometimes you're not going to get angry, sad, or mad. But our lives are a reflection of what we mostly do. That's how people judge us, what they see every day, not what they see on a special occasion. And this is how we can shine the light of God's presence into the darkness of human suffering, by bringing good news to everyone, being a witness, and to offer kindness in both word and deed, to be called a child of God. For to walk into the light is to be in harmony with God, to be in fellowship with your brother and sister, to be one of God's children. In the gospel today, our John is portrayed not just as a voice, but as the primary witness to Jesus. John the Baptist is the first person in John's gospel to profess that Jesus is the Son of God. He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain is the one who baptizes in the Holy Spirit. And I myself have seen and testify that this is the Son of God. John's identity as a witness is crucial to his character, but John is also the voice crying in the wilderness, a baptizer and a child of God. Another term we often hear but sometimes don't completely understand, what does it mean to become a child of God? Well, it's actually rather easy. John the Apostle is going to tell us. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Paul makes it even simpler. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. 
you are children of God just because you believe. As John the Apostle says, see what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, because that is what we are. Lastly, John's witness about Jesus reaches across time as we look forward to the coming Advent season. God commissioned we, his children of God, to be witnesses to Jesus Christ, the one who has come in the flesh, the one who is here with all of us, who will come again and reign as Lord of all. Remember your baptismal covenant? Will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Jesus Christ? I think y'all answered yes. On this third Sunday of Advent, we each have a unique opportunity to answer the question, has my life been a reflection of God's love? Am I a witness? Beloved, let our actions and words reflect the light of Jesus Christ, not just during this Christmas season, but every day. You know, we often say that Christmas is for children. It is. It's for the children of God. Children of God. It is Gaudete Sunday. And John reminds us that the King is coming. Today we are reminded to rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say, rejoice. Amen.